Hey everybody, Coach John Daly here, back again, uh, March 30th, 2018. Friday it is. Hey, we got the day off today, thank goodness for the uh, start of our spring break, so I wanted to get some stuff done. This interview that I'm about to share with you was uh, with a former student of mine, uh, Matt Hafner, and Matt and I have done some interviews before, back on my old podcast, where I, I didn't really have it out much at all. In fact, it was only on my website. <clears throat> and this is from a couple years ago. So I wanted to get back with Matt, and uh, I hope you enjoy this, because he is just so fired up and just dripping with passion um, to the point of we exchange some messages back and forth after. Uh, it seems that we're firing each other up, because I just love uh, the passion of this kid. Uh, he's not a kid anymore. <laughs> he's you know almost 30, as we talked about on the show. But uh, just listen to him. You know, Matt's all about fishing in the outdoors, and... Uh, you know, we, we go back a little bit through the story, but just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, just a fantastic story on this. And I'm looking to do more of these. So I'm looking to get more interviews going. Okay, so I hope you like them along with uh, getting some more shows out as far as sharing information with you that I find uh, interesting and, and worthwhile. So uh, again, hope you enjoy this show. I'm looking to do more interviews and uh, we'll talk again soon. Enjoy. Everybody, Coach John Daly back again. Uh, I'm on a roll here, getting another guest lined up here. I'm talking with Mr. Matt Hafner from Lakeshore High School. Long ago, he was one of my students uh, from, uh, what year did you graduate, Matt? 2008, Lord have 2008, mercy. so 10 years is coming up. Holy cow. I this was just the... reminded the other day that our 10-year <laughs> reunion this summer, and I'm like, oh. Oh, Lord. oh my God! Well, hopefully, uh, I think everybody on the on the listening to this podcast today is going to enjoy uh, visiting with Matt. The, Matt and I did some podcasts uh, a few years back. Back when I didn't have it wasn't on iTunes. I just had it on a website. We had a few people listening uh, here and there, and uh, and like I just told Matt here before we started recording, uh, definitely my fault dropping the ball and and uh, not keeping up in touch with him. But uh, I wanted to reach out and get him back on this show and. Um, so Matt, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I remember, you know, you, I had your freshman year and then I think we had a few more classes together and I remember you didn't care for school too much, but as soon as we started talking about, uh, career <laughs> things and what you like to do, which was fishing and a lot of outdoor stuff, you, your ears right. kind of perked up. So I know that's going to be part of your, your story here, but tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, where you grew up, family, and you're back in Michigan, but where were you after high school there? So just fill us in a little bit, buddy. I've been a gypsy, I guess, my whole entire life. That's <laughs> crazy. A lot of my friends are like, are you think you're going to stay at one place at one time for a while? It's like, no, nah, probably not. I'll probably just pick up and move after every, like, three, four years. But, uh, yeah, I grew up right on Lake St. Clair and uh, three minutes up the road from Lakeshore High School where – you know, you've been teaching there for quite some time, and then I uh, graduated in 2008, um, and then I moved south, you know, um, right after high school. That's It's funny because that's what I said I was going to do, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I did it, and I saw it in the yearbook, and I still have that yearbook. My mom still has it and everything as well, and uh, we bring it up in, from time to time, and that's what I said I was going to do, and, uh, yeah, wanted to, you know, work in the outdoor industry, the fishing industry specifically, um, you know, all throughout high school and then um, all throughout, you know, since I was probably four, four or five, you know, whenever, whenever that first time I, you know, 
caught my first fish. I think I was, I don't even know how old I was, to be honest. I think I was like, I could have been three, four, five. I could have been two, John. I mean, <laughs> pretty much came out of, came out of a, came out of my mom, you know, with a fishing rod in one hand and a bow and arrow in the other. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but I had to get through high school and, uh, I barely got through high school by the grace of uh, some very good teachers at Lakeshore. I will, I will say that. Uh, and then my mom saying, you know, hey, you got to finish high school. And uh, then, I'm, then I had moved down south, and I've been pretty much working in the uh, fishing industry ever since. I've worked some other some jobs that I had to work to get to where I wanted to be in the middle, and sometimes that's what you have to do, mainly all the time, unless you're, you know, unless you're born really or extremely wealthy. But uh, but yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it. Now, ten years later, I have a reunion this summer. I, I have that's, no idea where that time went. That is all. I know. I was just talking. To another uh, graduate just came in for a visit. She graduated only four years ago, and we were talking yeah. about that. She's getting ready to graduate college this year, and uh, I was sitting uh-huh. thinking about this yesterday. Just amazing. The time's going by fast. I do remember uh, how happy your mother was uh, when you graduated. I mean, it was. It was a, a treat to, to talk to her and see her and get to you know know her through the years and um, right. you know me a couple other teachers you know we saw something in you and I just remember how excited you were when you know I was assigning even just current event articles and and you were like ah, I don't really like it and I said well Matt you can do anything what do you like to do what do you want to do after you get out of high school and you I want to fish and you can do some articles <laughs> on that and you're like really you just got so fired up and and now yeah. you still have do you still have the company that you uh that you started yeah I I still do um I I'm doing I I I, I you know the last time you spoke I grew so quickly and that's maybe another subject that we could talk about as well um sure. but I kind of reinfrastructured the whole business um mm. you know to where it's not as many uh Items sold, okay. it's more of a, I need to sell less items for a lot more expensive and, and kind of create more like a, a, a different niche. So I, right now I just do a lot of high-end custom rods from 400 to 600 to $700, which I know seems insane, um, wow. to most people that, really, that, are, that are ignorant on the subject of, of like serious tournament bass fishing. And that's not negative, it's just people just don't just don't know that some of the equipment can come. I mean, a lot of people don't know, uh, you know, a brand-new bass boat is $100,000, um, you know. Mm. So um, people are like, wow, that's crazy. So um, I've, I've kind of, you know, shifted my whole business to, uh, to a little bit different to accommodate, you know, um, the way that we were growing and just kind of getting too big too fast without having, like, a massive amount of capital to kind of back it. Okay. Um, you know, so it's, it's – but it's worked out for me. Um, and what I want to do. And and like I said, you said I always wanted to fish. That's what you said in the beginning when you were talking about uh, doing the the article or the paper um, from your class. And that's the thing that's really never – I really want to fish. I mean, I'm working in the fishing industry my whole entire life from even when I moved down to Baton Rouge and I ran the retail stores down there and things. Mm -hmm. But I really realized, I'm like, man, I love fishing. But I'm not on the water enough. You know, so I'm like, what the heck am I doing? You know, I, I, you know, I love to build rods. I love to build very high-end custom rods. And, and actually, a lot of those are go, going overseas, John, to be honest, you know, like uh, mm. Europe and, and Japan and things like that. It's, it's really amazing what social media would do. I mean, I've sold some – I've sold, like, four different countries. Um, 
Japan, wow. Europe. Yeah, Japan, Europe, France, and Canada. So that's like four different, that's, you know, a lot of different countries there. Um, you know, just from being, making friends online with random people on Facebook and, and social media platforms, it's pretty amazing. So really, um, I, I really need to be on the water more. And this is what, uh, you know, I was telling every, you know, all my family and a lot of other people, I'm going to go get my captain's license this summer and I'm going to start a, uh, I'm going to start guiding under um, one of the professionals that guides on Lake St. Clair that I've known ever since I was little. Uh, he's very, very reputable out there. Um, and I just, and I really want to keep my rod business and, and, and still sell high dollar rods for, for um, lots of like lots of profit per rod, so I don't have mm-hmm. to sell as many. But the amount of time going into those rods, you know, is is the, the value is there. Um, but I really want to get on the water. So the main goal was to fish, and I told my mom and my dad and my parents and and you know everyone, pretty much you and everyone that I wanted to fish. And if I wasn't fishing, I was doing something in the fishing industry or the outdoor industry. And now it's come to the point where I'm like, wow, you know, I built this business. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm well-known now, and I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but a lot of people know who no. I am, um, yeah. you know, and I have more of a reputable reputation now. So my next journey is to become a uh, full-time guide on, on Lake St. Clair. Oh man, that is awesome. That is, I was just thinking oh. about um, the fact of your, your dreams and goals expand right. like there's there's a new there's a new chapter you're turning the page and something else has lit you on fire and i just love hearing your voice when you're talking yeah about because it. the yeah absolutely awesome. John, because the the over the overall goal was to fish so i needed to do a lot of different things on that way like my mom has always said told me, she's always told me like every job you've had even if it wasn't in the fishing industry we talked about this last time has helped me and what I'm doing currently or what I want to do in the future. The end goal has always been to fish. I've realized, you know, working in the fishing industry, building a, building in a company, um, doing, you know, high-end custom fishing rods, I'm working in the industry. But there's mm-hmm. still that piece to where I'm like, you know, man, I'm building rods on a Saturday, and all my friends are out there fishing. They're either practicing for a tournament, and they may, may be fishing a tournament. Um, you know, they may be on Kentucky Lake in Kentucky filming some videos, or they may be over in, you know, uh, Texas, I'm Sam Rayburn doing some, doing a tournament there. And I'm just like, I'm here doing rods. I love this stuff, but it's time to really, uh, and it's time to get on the water uh, more, um, because mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy, you know, like even, even the, all the bosses I've had, you know, from the retail stores, they just, they didn't, their biggest complaint was I don't fish enough. I love the industry. I love the business, but I'm not on the water. And I told myself, I'm like, I can't allow myself to, to you know, not be, not not actually get out there and use the products that I'm using, and that was one of the yeah. times that I actually got out there to test products. It's like it was it, it was so serious that like you know when I went fishing, it wasn't like the fun fish, or it was you know mm-hmm. we need to come out here, we need to test these these rods a specific way to make sure that they they're doing what we need them to do to be able to sell them for it's you know such expensive prices, uh, you know. So the the main goal was to fish, and that's what we're working on this summer. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Speaking of tournaments, I know you were in a number of ones right after high yep. school or even during high school. Right. Is that still going on for you? And how did that come around? You you went on the road. I mean, you, you took off, yeah. and that's how your whole journey started, going after these tournaments, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. Um, you know, and that's what I said in my yearbook. I said, you know, 2009, <laughs> I'm going to 
I'm going to move down south and I'm going to fish tournaments and, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah, I did, I did that for three years. Uh, had some good, had some good, had some good, uh, finishes and some tournaments. Uh, you know, yeah, John, we went to Florida, we went to Arkansas, Iowa, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio, obviously. Um, you know, those two states are very, very close to each other. Um, Else did we go? I said Arkansas, Alabama. We've <laughs> been to a, a lot of different states fishing tournaments, and uh, you know that's another thing I was telling. Um, I was, I was telling my girlfriend, you know, and uh, we're, I was like, you know, she's like, you know, you should do that guide, that guiding thing, and then pick a division of or a circuit that you want to fish, and just don't book trips or don't, uh, you know, don't guide, don't don't work that week, and, and go fish your tournament. And, you know, that's really been the overall goal to starting a business um, is to have the leniency um, and the freedom and mm-hmm. uh, the funding and capital to be able to go do that. And, and, wow. it, and now that I haven't been competing for, for quite some time like that, that, I am still a competitor. I want to win. I love to compete in anything. For crying out loud, I, I don't even like to lose in beer pong. I'm, I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you know, it means absolutely nothing, right? So... That competitiveness is just really that drive to compete and get back out there is really coming back. So those are the things I'm going to be focusing on in the future because I really lost touch of those things, focusing Mm. so hard on, um, you know, focusing so hard on the business and making money and sales. And, but that's the way in life that you have to be. I mean, if you're not fully committed and you're not eating and breathing Mm. and sleeping that stuff 24 seven, and you're not going to be successful. Ooh. I mean, I see well, people are, tank every single week, you know, yeah. she's like, they're yep. like, I don't see the passion. I don't see the determination. I don't see the intensity. I don't see, I don't see the drive in you. You're not committed a hundred percent. You know, I'm not investing any money with you today. I'm out. Right. And I'm like, you know, they're so right. Why would you want to invest in somebody that's not committed 100%? And, uh, but man, while I was committed a hundred percent, that's just those that being on the water and that competing was just like that. It was left out. And I'm like, I have to, you know, I'm, I'm breaching. I'm 30. I know it's not old, but it's time to, time to get back to, you know, what our, what the main goal was. Right. Couple, a couple points. I hope everybody's listening to this, uh, caught that as far as having that passion and drive and, and people notice that you don't have it. Like people notice when, Oh yeah. but you're a poser, and you say this and that, and it's not backed up with action and passion. And then the other thing, right. and Matt, you just brought it up. You just read my mind. You are almost 30, a you know, year and a half, couple years out. And, it, no, it's not old, but it is a benchmark. And I remember, you know, 30, 40, yeah, 50, you start readjusting life. Does that have a little bit of something to do with you jumping back and to say, hey, this is what I'm really fired up about. I've got to get back to it. Yeah, John, exactly. Um, and I told that to my girlfriend. She just turned 25. I said, I just turned 28 over in January. And I said, you know, I looked at her. I said, you know, in two years, I'm going to be 30. I said, I know that's not a long time. I said, I know a lot of these guys are out here. They're 50, 60, 70, John. Wow. 70 years old still out there. Um, and they're winning. And they're, and they're, mm. they're, they're cashing $10,000 checks. That's the last place check for um, the, the, the highest level of tournament fishing, um, the elite wow. series, the best master. So um, I said they're still out there competing. They're, they're not competing. They're, com- they're still competitive. And I right. said, I need to do two things. I need to do three things. I said, I need to get back to that because I'm going to be hitting 30, and I don't want to be 
out there trying to do it at 40, 45. I need to eat healthier and I need to get my butt to the gym because uh, I want to be able to do this for till the day I die. Wow. Right? That is something. So man, there's people fat. out there that are Ooh. doing it to the day they die. I mean, right. one of the legends in our sport just died at like 77, and, you know, with cancer. And he's been doing it since he was, he's been fishing pro since he was like 17, 18 years old. So. Yeah, wow, that's just that's, that's a, you know what um, you were not here. In fact, maybe you did graduate just as uh, Jeff Lip came as a counselor. It might mm-hmm. have been the year you graduated that he started, and um, he just uh-huh. recently left. But he got his doctorate. Uh, Doctor Jeff Lip, he's a big friend of mine, and we do these podcasts together. Uh, but he mentions living in the moment. It's something he's focusing in on, and it sounds like that's exactly what you're talking about. Is this moment? This is all you got. You don't know if you got tomorrow, right? You got a whole bunch of yesterdays, but. <laughs> This is what you got right now. And, and then the other thing I want to bring up real quick is your girlfriend. Very Sounds like very supportive. Uh, is she uh, a fishing outdoor enthusiast too? Yeah, um, and she's kind of like me. She's, she was born in a military family, so she's moved like so many different times. And I've moved so many different times, not, not because I had to, because of my parents being in the military, just because I did. You know, I moved to Florida, Texas, Louisiana, back in Michigan now. Um, so we get along really well there in regards to that. And we both, yeah, it's just really special because it's hard to find somebody that is like that, that she's just looks every time I start talking, even if I'm changing hooks, I'm like, Hey, I'm going fishing, you know, I'm, I'm going to change this. I'm changing hooks on stuff and I'm just in there doing my thing. She just looks at me. She's just like, you gotta, she's just like, you gotta get back out there. Also, she's very supportive. <laughs> She'll support me any way she wants. Um, you know, and, um, it takes a certain person to be with somebody that passionate, and, and uh, it really does because we're insane. I mean, like, it's <laughs> all we think about. It's all we, you know, we're, we're reading on it. We're watching. All we want to watch is the fishing. All we want to do is, and, and she's like, she loves the outdoors. Yeah, she loves to fish, especially from a kayak. Uh, I'm going to start getting into her into hunting more. She does enjoy hunting, um, you know, and she just enjoys being outdoors, and that's really what it's about, John. It's about being outdoors. Um, you know, when yeah. you're out there and whether it's if you're golfing or you're fishing or you're hunting or you're doing it for a living or you're doing it for fun, all of your stress and all of your bull crap that, you know, is going on, especially the bull crap that's going on in this nation now, that crap mm-hmm. doesn't matter when you're out there. Nothing else right. matters, you know. When you're out there in the woods, nothing else matters besides being out there and enjoying it, enjoying what, you know, uh, the good Lord put on this planet, um, and, and, and same thing with fishing. You know, nothing else matters. And, and that's just where I feel the most comfortable. That's where I feel like none of this other outside bills don't matter. You know, uh, right. nothing else matters, you know. Yeah. So it's important that, to, to re- never, never realize why you, why you started this. Right, man, that is huge. I can I can hear it in your voice, Matt. I can, it's just dripping yeah. right through the phone here. The the passion. Yeah, and, uh, she's. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. yeah, she's really supportive. So I, I was lucky to find going back to that. I was lucky to find someone that supports me because, trust me, you don't want to. She probably doesn't want to hear about statistics about bass fishing and the ten pounder that uh, Kevin Van Dam caught on Lake Cherokee in Tennessee. She doesn't, you know. I mean, she doesn't. You know, she probably doesn't want to hear that all day. So. 
to get lucky and to find someone that, you know, does support your passion and is willing to su- support you anyway uh, on, the, on the way there is, is, is huge. There's no other way you could do it or, or you'll be single because all these wives of these people that all they do is fish, they're, they're really a special uh, breed of, uh, of a human. Yeah, but that's awesome. That, love, you know? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. And, and finding finding somebody to spend your life with, I think, is so special, especially uh, when it's filled filled with passion and doing things that you care about and and with each other. Yeah, man, that is awesome. Your your point about the outdoors is right on, man. With golf, I love I love to play golf and. What yeah. you were saying, I just pictured myself out there on the course, just enjoying mm-hmm. it with friends and just the fresh air, the sunshine, the wind, and just, man, right. you were right on target with that, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not – I don't care about, you know, I mean, I don't care about uh, Ferraris and stuff like that, man. I just, you know, I, <laughs> I could care less. I just, I just like enjoying being out there and in the outdoors, you know. It's just yep. – it's, it's special. It's a place for you to clear your mind. It's a place for you to regroup. It's a place for you to just enjoy the fresh air, no TVs, no cell phones. I mean, man, what I would give to just throw this phone away for a week and just go to some random cabin and just fish for a week and not have to answer to nobody or worry about nothing. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's about right there. That sounds awesome, man. Hey, before yeah. we start recording, uh, and this is going to shock uh, some teachers uh, here at Lakeshore if they do hear this, but Matt, you were telling me that you have been doing some reading. You're reading more books now than you ever did in school. Um, so I was kind of interested in on that. And are there a couple books out there that have really stuck with you and that you've learned a lot from uh, that maybe you know our listeners could go out and check out and just find some points maybe that they're looking for too? Yeah, it's crazy that you mentioned that because in high school all I wanted to do was get out of there. I didn't really want to read anything or try and educate myself. But as I got older, I realized that maybe I want to be knowledgeable on these certain topics or maybe I want to, you know, before I voice an opinion, I want to actually know a little bit about, about these things. Um, but, yeah, I've read, I've read a lot of great books. Um, the, total, the Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably one of my top ones. And then I would say the, um, um, what was that? The, uh, the secret oh, yeah. is my all time favorite. The secret is my mom made me, my mom read that book and said it changed her life. And then she made me read it. She didn't make me read it. She just, you know, Hey, you should read this. I started getting into it and I never, never stopped. And that was probably one of my, one of my top picks for sure. That's cool. Is there a couple well, points out of uh, out of the secret that uh, you want to talk about that's really made a difference for you? The, oh man, the secret. There's so I, I would probably uh, be on the phone for forever um, <laughs> if I had to do that. But the secret is just you've read the secret, correct? Yes, yes, long time ago. But let me tell you. By yeah, the mindset is something that, you know, we don't even tap into, they say 10%. I think it's even lower than that as far as what our minds yeah. can do. Uh, and just, you know, taking in, you know, positive affirmations and surrounding yourself with great people and uh, yeah. actually putting the action behind it is what the, what the key is, you know. Like you said, sure. you wrote down in the yearbook, and I was going to yeah. get to this question too, but you wrote down your yearbook about, hey, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm going to do this. How, how many people gave you crap about that? How many, I remember kids in class, 
Oh, that's mad. He just wants to talk about fishing. Oh, and they're yeah. laughing and laughing. Didn't that, what did that serve? What did that give you as far as when all these, I mean, they were your friends. It gave me a lot of fuel and motivation yeah. because it's not that I really wanted to prove them wrong, but I wanted to do this for me. And then to yeah. prove them wrong was just, some, was just a cherry on the cake. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> You know, okay, dude, you know, you know what I mean? So um, you got to have the haters. The haters are your motivators for sure. Um, yeah, mm. I, had a lot of, I had a lot of rhetoric thrown at me about that and this and that. But, you know, when, when it comes down to it, you know, um, I got outside of my comfort zone and uh, I did what I was going to say, and that's The Secret. The Secret pretty much is about a book that is pretty much tells you that you can't accomplish anything until you tell yourself you're going to and you put it out to the universe. It's all about putting out positive, positive vibes to the universe and being positive uh, you know, all the time, even in really negative situations or really hard times that you know, if, you, if you repeat what you say you want to do and you throw it out there when, with 100% confidence and then you take action, it's, it's amazing the things that you can do. Um, and then, you know, that's pretty much what the book, the, the book is all about. It's really, yeah, absolutely. It's really I know, I know the critics, the critics leave out the action step. The critics <laughs> just think that, oh, yeah. yeah, you just think you're going to lay out there in a field and think about a bicycle and it's going to drop in your lap. No, 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 no. You're going to go maybe right. get an extra job and, and work some extra time, save up the money, go out and get the bike, you know, whatever it is. But you're right. It's the action along with those positive thoughts, the, the vibrations that you put out there, the things that you're going to do. And, you know, I love that. I wrote that down. The haters are the motivators. I love that. That is just so true. <laughs> the, the best yeah. success, you know, the, the best success is that revenge, man. That revenge massive is revenge. massive exactly. success. Yeah, that is just awesome, yeah. man. I love that. Man, that is just total right on target there. That is cool. Hey, real quick before we wrap up this first call, because I think we're going to get into more uh, in the coming sure. weeks and months. Is there a good place or a couple good places for people to contact you, uh, especially if they're interested in the business side or even if they just want to find out more about Matt Hafner? Yeah, you can reach me on Facebook, uh, alphafishing.com as well. Uh, and you can just reach me at the, the email. Uh, and you can reach me on uh, my personal Facebook at Matt Hafner as well or my Instagram Instagram as well. Um, and shout out. Uh, actually, on that note, um, you remember Johnny Keith, right? Yeah. Yes, he's, I do. Uh, wow. Yeah, he's actually a huge outdoorsman. That I he graduated a year before after me, and he's uh, he's actually one another entrepreneur from Lakeshore that started his own crepe patois, those pancakes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, on a food truck, and he's into wow. the outdoors a lot. And we've been connecting. We weren't really uh, stay on safe friends back in high school. You know, more of just like acquaintances. Like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, you're cool type deal. And uh, yeah, he uh, he's a lot more people have been uh, reaching out and asking questions about things, and uh, yeah, anyone can uh, message me or you know inquire about something on an email, you know, whenever they want. But he's another one that uh, would be good for another interview too, because he's he's into oh, the outdoors and he's taking his business so successfully to where he's he's able to travel a lot and do a lot of the things he wants. Um, and he's big into the hunting and fishing and stuff. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a segment on Lake St. Clair. So okay, wow, that sounds like something to follow up with because in fact yeah, we want to definitely follow up. Yeah, I sent him a message. I saw a posting of his uh, of one of the videos that he was doing, and I got yeah. a buddy that I met uh, last summer down at an event in Cincinnati. This Mike Wenzel, who uh, is an Army vet, 
but he's into hog mm-hmm. hunting. He's got he's got a podcast, the Wild Hog Podcast, uh, on <laughs> iTunes. Unbelievable, you know. And again, I'm not a hunter or anything, but after meeting this guy and talking to him and seeing his passion, much like yours, yeah. it got me interested to follow this guy's podcast. And so I think I sent a, a message out there for him to get in touch with Mike Wenzel. But that that would be something great for for that. Can you spell uh, spell out your website, Matt? It's just alpha a l p h a fishing dot com. Gotcha. Alpha fishing. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, you know what I saw years ago when when Matt and I got back in touch, we started doing those little small podcasts. Uh, those fishing rods. Again, I'm not a fisherman. They look gorgeous. And I, again, I'm not a judge of you know this one compared to that one. But let me tell you, the, the pride and everything that I know you put into these things is just tremendous. Yeah. And, uh, did I did I ever tell you about the? Uh, yeah, I really appreciate that, John. It's, it's a lot of passion, and it's a lot of pride, and it's a lot of, uh, you know, you want it built how you want it. So, yes. you know, if you, were, if you wouldn't use it, don't sell it. And that's the model mm. I do, and that's why I'm doing a lot more different, different hiring things that uh, really appeals to, the, to the, the group I'm targeting that will pay that, and they see that value, and they don't mind they don't mind it. They understand it. They comprehend that, you know, right. when they get that thing, it's going to be perfect. I did. I didn't actually ever believe I told you that, uh, that I think a while after we spoke on the second podcast, my buddy won a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars. Kentucky Lake was a guy that I've been knowing on Lake St. Clair that lives in, uh, he actually has dual residencies in California and Michigan. He's, been fishing his whole entire life and uh yeah we uh we hit the national television when he uh when he won that hundred grand with the uh with the rods and the and all that as well so i kind of felt like i made it then it's like even if i don't (laughs) even if i tank this company tomorrow i built rods in my fishing room in florida that landed up on nbc sports so you know what that's just proof and it's not cocky or arrogant it's just proof to where it doesn't matter, man. I mean, and the excuses, you know, well, I don't have money, man. I didn't start with what was like $5,000. Five, I don't know if you know, but five grand is like pretty much like five pennies starting a business. Oh, yeah. So that's oh, something yeah. I'd like to leave out on, um, on, on, the, on, this, on this interview is just don't let all that get in your way. And like I said, I mean, these people seeing these rods going back to the, how they look and things just reminded me of how they looked on the front deck when they were filming it when he won $100,000 on the product. So I even told my – I even told some people, I'm like, hey, even if I tank this thing now, I've, I'm happy. No kidding. Was that when that happened, <laughs> so, Matt? Was that was that one of the big booms when you said you kind of grew too fast? Was that yeah, a that, big catalyst? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you know it was everywhere. You know, I mean, when these guys win a hundred thousand dollars on the tournament, I mean, you're talking. You know, uh, these are the high. These are the PGA golfers. You know, and then and, yeah. and they win a tournament. You know, you, they, you people want to know what kind of rod and reel and line and bait. You know, what, what you know, what is he using? You know, and they're gonna they're gonna unveil all of his equipment the next day online and people are going to go look in there and they're going to buy it. Fishermen are suckers, uh, you know, and they're going to buy that crap. So after that happened, I, I got my publicity and, and, and my advertisement I wanted that I wanted, you know, that I couldn't really get without spending an abundance of, of amount of money. Um, right. And right I just there looked you. at myself, I just looked at myself, you know, and I'm like, dude, we, we got on TV, man. We're building fishing rods in our bedroom. Are you kidding me? 
Well, that just goes to show you that everything is possible if you just get out there and, and, and set it in stone and then take action upon it like you did. So. Oh, that's awesome, man. That is a great place to I, end. I don't know if I mentioned that. I was pretty proud. I was, I was pretty happy. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. NBC, NBC Sports. Because, yeah, it was on NBC Sports. It was uh, the FLW Tour event on Kentucky Lake in Kentucky, which, which oh, my God, that's one of my favorite lakes ever. It's incredible. And like I said, just a guy that wanted to help me. Um, and, and another we can touch on friendships and relationships and another mm. one, but he's yeah. another guy that was worth, I mean, honestly, the caliber this guy was on, he was worth 33 rods and $5,000 a year. I didn't have 33 rods and $5,000 a year to pay this guy. So he mm-hmm. said, you know, these guys are making a living out here. I mean, this is no joke. Um, you know, they're just like any other athletes um, that, that, that get paid, I don't know, if, you know, um, through sponsorships. So, yep. I mean, these guys require a serious amount of money for how much money that they're spending. And he was on that caliber, and he just helped me out. You know, we worked together really, uh, really, really closely for, for since day one, pretty much. He stuck by me, and he happened to, he happened to win that tournament, and that's kind of when things just exploded as far as Facebook. I jumped from like barely, barely any Facebook recognition likes to like four thousand in like a day. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's the power of social media. And that's the power of good people. It's the power of, of, of very well-established relationships that you make with people. And, you know, he's like, I believe in you. I believe in your rods. You know, 33 rods and 5K will be nice. But he had the attitude where, like, screw it. I'll just go win 100K. He did. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. What a, what a, what a great way to end this, uh, this phone call here, yep. you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Matt. And uh, just hang on a second. I'll be right back with you as we say goodbye here. So hopefully you got a lot out of that, folks. Uh, again, this is Coach John Daly uh, signing off. Find me over on Facebook at Coach2ExpectSuccess.com and also over on Twitter at Coach2Success. And uh, Matt, we'll be talking again soon with you, buddy. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Sounds great. Thank you, John. Okay. Take care.